Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. This crowd rises to its feet. Pacaro slammed it home. Garland left wing. Three ball. Perfect. Garland part of the lane. Locked up. Only pow. And Allen blocked the shot at the rim. Pow with the left hand and a foul. Welcome to the Chase Down Podcast, part of the Cast Media family. I'm your host, Justin Rowan. The Chase Down is presented by Fubo TV. Watch over 100 channels of live sports and TV for half the cost of cable. There's no contract and no commitment. Try for free at FuboTV.com. The long wait is finally over. We're going to have Cleveland Cavaliers basketball again. Three days off? I didn't even know that this was allowed. I'm, I'm excited. I missed this team, and I could not be more excited for this episode of the podcast because... This pod is being released on the six-year anniversary of the Chase Down podcast. Six years with this guy, Carter Rodriguez. Carter, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, bud. It's uh, it's been it's been a short six years, which I think is the <laughs> nicest thing I can say. <laughs> you don't hate me yet. That's no, a very good no, thing. No, it, it feels like it's. Re- I cannot believe it's been six years. I so cannot- uh, that tells you something. You want to have your mind blown a little further? Uh, our oh, of guest course. today. Kelsey Russo of The Athletic made her first podcast appearance on October 6, 2019. I was surprised to know that it was that long ago. Kelsey, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, guys. Yeah, it's good to be back. That is unbelievable. There's no way you've been working the beat that long. <laughs> right? I know. I I don't. I When I realize how long it's been, I'm like, okay, that flew by way too fast. That's It's just crazy. I, I was guessing like maybe 2020. Uh, I was like, yeah, that that probably would be right. And then I, I looked it up, and sure enough, 2019, the Cavs starting lineup uh, at that time was Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Jetty Osmond, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson. Uh, we had a trade to for Andre Drummond that season. John Bayline was the coach. Uh, COVID happened that year. Like it, it's insane, and it actually ties into a, a great question that a, a member of our Discord actually had for you. Um, which is how much has this job changed for you uh, since that time? Because there's been so many changes to the team, you know, uh, roster construction, who's coaching, uh, and obviously COVID, just a whole lot of factors that got us to where we're at now. How much of a change has that been for you on the beat? Oh my gosh, so much change. I mean, I really think about that first year, um, you know, like you said, kind of all those things that happened, um, and then for COVID to hit and then the season to be shut down just kind of changed everything. 
Um, but we've also seen this, you know, the Cavs at that time w- had won 18, 19 games, was it? 19 games, I think. Yeah. And now we're at 45 and it's just kind of a, they're to- in a totally different place. Um, and so it's been cool to see this team grow and kind of through the rebuild. And it's kind of been cool for me um, to go along with the ride as they've, they have grown and and taken the steps of the rebuild. Um, it's also changed because I'm more on the road now, which is awesome. Um, obviously with COVID and everything that was affected, but now I'm back on the road. So I travel like wherever the team is on the road. Um, especially now down the stretch with these games really mattering, um, for this playoff push and kind of for seeding and all of these things. Um, and I've kind of also seen a shift as well in my coverage because when I first started, you know, it was, it was the rebuild. This is the steps they were taking. This is all part of the process. And now it's kind of looking back like, okay, this is where they were. And now we're all the steps they've taken to get there. And now that the games really do matter because of a playoff push and, and, you know, we're not kind of allowing more so that space to grow. They've, they've had that time to grow and now they're putting it all into place. So it's kind of been a lot of evolution, I would say over three and a half years, four years, whatever it's been um, of just kind of where this team's been. And then personally too, just kind of like my focus. So, but it's been really cool to be, to, to see this, this change of this process for them and kind of see the rebuild through um, for the most part. Have you, do you feel like it's a, a little bit easier to do your job uh, oh, with, with 100%. a happier organization, you yes. know, like you're not pulling teeth to, to, to get people to talk to you uh, when you're asking them fun stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. They're, they like to talk now, you know, they, cause they're winning. That's exciting. Um, but I think also too, like a lot of it has grown because I feel like since I have been around through the, you know, through the tough times, um, there's kind of that, that rapport there of like, okay, she saw this when we were struggling and we're there and now, now we're here, but it is a lot easier. They like to talk when they're winning. Um, so it makes it, it makes it fun. <laughs> I have to imagine that just the increase in stability makes a big difference too, right? Because the cows at that time, right? Like you're taking as many swings as possible. You're you're trying to make all these moves. You, you bring in good role players, but then there's an opportunity to flip them for draft picks that can help down the road. And I mean, it, it's always been fun for us from a coverage standpoint to co- talk about the Cavs because even when they're not good, they were always making like changes, right? There was so much, the roster was in flux. There was a trade almost every transaction window. And now we're kind of at this point of stability where, you know, last year, uh, both, uh, Kobe Altman uh, had the extension as president of basketball operations. JB Bickerstaff got an extension. We have a core in place. We're, we're starting to to find out which role guys are going to be here for the long term. Does that kind of help from a relationship building standpoint and, and kind of getting to know like wh- what buttons to push and kind of what angles or questions to ask? Hundred percent. Just because you you get to see them on a day to day basis. You know, I'm I'm around them basically almost every like every day or in some capacity you know so through that just interactions you see them at practice you see them pre-game post-game in the locker room etc and just through different conversations you get to learn their personalities and so that helps me because I know like okay like yes I, I know like these guys that will talk kind of regardless this is a good guy to talk to if I want to do more so a feature story this one's like to talk to if I really need something to talk about like what what went wrong and and they're open to that conversation. 
So you get to really learn um, personalities and, and yeah, like what, who's, who will answer questions, who isn't, you know, like who isn't as open to it because, which is totally fine. Like not all guys are. Um, and just kind of like who has a, like takes that leadership role, but yeah, it's been cool to just kind of really, they, they see, they get to know you too. Um, and that's kind of like a part of it of like kind of being able to form that relationship. So like, especially when we're on the road or whatever, I try to talk to guys, like, even if it's just for a couple minutes about like something not basketball related. So it's not always me just going to them for something I need for a story. It's trying yeah, so, to- something transactional. Right. Exactly. Because they, they are aware of that, obviously. So it's like kind of finding that balance. Um, and I think through that and then them seeing me constantly, it helps really build that, that relationship and that rapport. You guys want to know how long it's been since I was a journalism major? I almost was like, Kelsey, who have you found that you've had a really good relationship with? Just like, just name some of your sources. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a minute. I sold out a long time ago. I lost all my journalistic integrity, clearly. I, I definitely get what you're talking about, though, from a relationship building standpoint. I mean, even Carter and myself doing this podcast for so long, he knows which games not to message me with angst over. Like, if there's sure, a loss sure. to the Toronto Raptors, he knows, you know what? This is just not a night to talk to Justin. because it's, he... it's not a poke the bear night because Justin's <laughs> going to be in his feelings. Um, and, and I really like my place as the re- resident angster of, of, of the duo. Yeah, when when I start angsting, I I feel like cool. it concerns people more, and sometimes yes. it's just yes. I just have like a healthy concern. It's not fair. It's not fair to you. We 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 make you be the optimist too much, Justin. Uh, you know what? It's it's my burden, but you know what? At least I have a role. At least I have a place in, in this little ecosystem. But uh, speaking of your features, Kelsey, you did a great one on Evan Mobley and kind of the work that he's been putting in uh, behind the scenes. Uh, I had tweeted this out uh, this weekend as well. But over the last thirty games. Pretty big sample size. Evan Mobley averaging 18.8 points per game. And it hasn't come at the expense of anybody else. Uh, We we have Mitchell at 24.4 points per game. Garland at 22.6. Allen is averaging just shy 16 points per game over the same stretch. That's 82 points per game from the core four. Uh, But obviously, Evan Mobley's growth has been one of the most exciting things. And uh, what do you kind of see looking at where how far he's come already over the last two years and what's ahead of us? What do you see as kind of the biggest opportunity for growth uh, for Evan Mobley this season? Yeah, I think it's continuing to build on um, what he's shown already, the the aggressiveness aspect of it. And instead of like how he just looks for his those opportunities to score and, you know, when. when he attacks the lane, it causes opposing defenses to have to collapse and then it opens up other opportunities, which I think is a really good thing for the Cavs offense as a whole. But I also think another like step, and we've talked about it before, um, is just his growth from the perimeter. He's taking he has the confidence to take them and he has um this season. I think we've seen different games where he's taken them in really big moments and then he doesn't have that fear to take them, but it's building that consistency factor. Um, and so that it is, you know, um, a part of his game on a more consistent basis, I think. But I mean, this season, like he's taken that leap that even after an explosive, I think, rookie season and just how impactful he was on both ends of the floor last year, this season, he's just kind of found a level of comfort and his place um, in the league and with the Cavs and just kind of knowing where he's at. Um but yeah, like kind of like what I wrote in that feature was that like 
he sort of made a change um, come the new year. And not that he wasn't doing it, he did it over the summer because um, he put on a lot of muscle and, and put in a lot of effort this summer to like in the weight room. But come the new year in 2023, he added that more, more in on a consistent basis. Um, was And it was something he did on his own. And we've seen that play off because he can now handle contact when he um, is fighting like downhill or and he's getting to the free throw line some more. Um, he's handling guys better on the defensive end too, um, especially as, as he's played more at the five without Jarrett. Um, he is, he's kind of, he's able to handle that a little bit better. So I think those are all just elements that have, you know, at different moments really peaked and now it's putting it all together, especially as we get into playoffs um, and the fourth quarter Ev uh, that they like to call <laughs> will come out um, because he really has shown that he can like be so aggressive and so important in fourth quarters and just make an impact in tons of different ways. It doesn't always have to be scoring, but it can be that defensive effort that can be that extra pass. It can be just being a person down there that they have to guard. So it opens up somebody else. There's just kind of different factors that he can just have an effect on the game. And I think is really going to be, important for the Cavs um, down these, you know, last nine games and then the postseason as well. Well, it's important that they know that Evan Mobley is important in the fourth quarter, because I, I think Justin and I have both talked quite a bit about how when they have had, uh, you know, struggles in some close games, especially on the road, um, it's be- when it's been when the guards just kind of break the offense and play a little bit of hero ball. And like the more, touches Mobley gets in those quarters it feels like there's a pretty direct correlation to winning so you know it it it, and it's not just his scoring it's his playmaking it's his it's his gravity it's his feel um but man he it really does feel like he's putting it together in in, uh, a major way and it's not just beating I I thought this year was going to be the just beat mismatches more a year and it's not that he's he's killing dudes that are his his size he's he's attacking uh players who are defensive player of the year candidates confidently and like that is just not something i thought we'd see this year yeah i think a lot of it i kind of agree i I think a lot of it just kind of came from when he had those opportunities and then he took them and saw how he can handle them he was like oh okay i got this you know and and so it was i think it really was a confidence thing of like last year you're kind of learning a ton um, about the league, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing guys for the first time, second time, et cetera. But now that he's been in the league for a full year, had an off season, um, there's been a lot of just prep and growth and that aspect of kind of knowing how to prepare for the league. And then, and I think really to that extra effort, like he knows how important it is for him to be strong. And so he can handle those, those bigger guys. Um, and I just think that like that, effort and that knowledge that that's such an important factor is playing into all of this because like he took it upon himself. So I think it's cool to see that the jump this year is kind of maybe not what we were expecting per se, but like he took the leap earlier than maybe we like had thought. Yeah. This is so far ahead of, and Carter and I were insanely high on him coming into the draft, but this is so far ahead of what we expected uh, offensively, especially with, like Donovan Mitchell now being added to this. And I don't think it's a coincidence that now that Mobley is increasing his scoring and his usage, like that it's helping everybody else out because it really does seem to make things easier. And you mentioned in your piece that JB said that Mobley is getting more aggressive hunting for opportunities now that he's stronger. Do you kind of feel like you mentioned how 
Evan getting a little more confidence is expanding what he's willing to do on the court. You kind of sense that it's a two-way street where JB's like, well, I have this section of the playbook that is ready for you. And as soon as you start showing the skill set, I'm going to put a little more on your plate. I'm just going to keep putting more and more on your plate until we see that you can't handle it. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, they, they JB knows that um, like Evan has to be involved offensively for this to succeed um, the way that they want to. You know, he's kind of talked about all season how like to get where they want to go. Evan is going to be that guy. So in order to do that, like he has to be involved offensively. He has to be like strong defensively as he has been. Um, but it's also putting both sides together. And I think that's what we're seeing now is it's kind of that, that consistency of putting it both on, putting it together on both ends of the floor um, and having that impact. And so it's allowing JB to create those opportunities for Evan and, and he's taking advantage of those opportunities um, so I think it's kind of like a, yeah, like you said, it's a two-way street, but it's also, it's a confidence factor and a trust factor, um, both sides. Um, uh, there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, one thing I wanted to note is I do think that uh, both Evan and Jarrett um, could use a heck of a lot more credit uh, for how uh, much how well this offense functions. Um, if if I were to tell you that uh, the only uh, above average three point shooters on the team this season would be Donnie, Darius, and Isaac, um, uh, that are you know. Oh, oh, and Karis. Karis Don't you is, dare leave him Karis out. Is, we, we're going to talk talk more Karis because, my goodness, he's been cooking. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, if you told me that the shooting would be this this uh, rough, that, um, you know, that they would be playing so much Lamar Stevens, um, that, you know, I, I really would have said best offense we would have seen is, like, maybe 15th or 16th, and they're ninth right mm-hmm. now uh, at scoring the ball. And I feel, like, I feel like the guards get all the credit right now. Um, but the fact that... Uh, Mobley has been able to up his efficiency and his volume uh, is just feels so important on that front. Hundred percent, and I think too, I was interesting. Uh, was it the last game or it was recent game where they had like seventy eight points in the paint, um, and they shot four or nineteen from three, and it was like, but that they won, <laughs> and so it was like, like obviously they're they're struggling, but yeah, I think 
just they 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 know that they can win games in the paint on both ends of the floor not only defending protecting the rim protecting the paint but getting downhill getting to the rim um because of the bigs their bigs and Jarrett and Evan and just how like dynamic and like dominant they both are down there like they can take advantage of that and so when they are struggling from three they really do give themselves a shot because um they are so successful like in the paint so but it is kind of a crazy a crazy like thing to think about of well, it's so effective our, our boys our boy ziggy on twitter a, a longtime Cavs twitter friend um uh, uh uh, he tweeted this uh, not after the Washington game, but a game uh, a, like I think a week ago. Um, uh, but the Cavs at that point were four and three in games where they make made seven or less threes and shot twenty six percent or less from from distance. And I, I believe they are now five and three. And wow. I can add to that, Carter. <laughs> That's Rock. nuts. There That's was a crazy. great stat, uh, Chris Manning uh, from Locked On Cavs. Uh, shout out today, which is the Cavs are three and zero oh this year when Donovan Mitchell doesn't make a three. Like. That's- that's nuts. <laughs> that, that, like, that's, that's insane. <laughs> and and I, I do feel like some credit also needs to go to JB in this spot because as the season progressed, we've seen some of these games where it's third game in four nights. The Washington game was another one of those nights where it's, okay, we kind of understand we don't, we're not going to have our legs. We're, we're probably not going to have a great three-point shooting night. So we're really going to just kind of make it a point of emphasis to attack the rim. And we'll still mm-hmm. take the open threes if they're there, but just understanding we need to get high percentage looks. And I think as the season's gone on, they've gotten better and better at handling that. But it, it's funny, like we're, we're getting into award season. Uh, Carter and I have been talking about it a, a bit, but it's, I'm already getting pre-worked up, Justin. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I thought I was better than this now. <laughs> I'm not, I, I really thought I'd hit some level of clarity, but award season this year, I'm going to get a little worked up. It, it, it's just funny because y- you look at, okay, the Cavs don't have a lot of shooting. Uh, they're playing an unconventional lineup with, with two big men that aren't good shooters, but they still have a top 10 offense in, in a time where the standards of what a good offense is are higher than ever. Uh, they, they have a great defense, but yet... You, you don't get any real credit for JB. You don't get credit for the bigs. Like, you don't hear them on all defensive teams. Uh, the, the, apparently, it's Garland and Mitchell that are raising the offense, but only one of them got to be an all-star. Like, it's it, it's funny. There's just so many logical contradictions here that I'm I'm pre-annoyed, as Carter put it. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I, I I'll tell you the number one thing I got my eye on. It's the all-defensive teams. Oh. Uh, I just I got a bad feeling. I think <laughs> I, I'm worried. I, I have these concerns that the the Jarrett Evan thing they're going to get played off each other and get boxed out of awards as a result of it. And I'm going to be grumpy <laughs> if this team finishes with the best defense in the league and does not have at least one of those dudes on an all defense team. We riot. Yeah, we take to the streets. <laughs> we burn you to cut to the ground. <laughs> I, I do want to circle back before we get way too sidetracked on hypothetical things that haven't even occurred, which, I mean, that's pretty much... No, like no, a, no, it's healthy. It's healthy to do this. That's 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 basically what Twitter is. It's, oh my God, like, if the Cavs fall to the play-in uh, <laughs> conversations in January before something's actually occurred. Um, but no, I want to circle back to what you were talking about, how... Everyone just kind of understands that Evan Mobley is going to need to take a leap in order for this team to get where they want to go. And it really does seem from the outside like the teammates are pushing for him to do more. And and they're all so supportive. Do you think that there's going to be growing pains along the way? Like, do you get the sense talking to guys is, 
you know, as Mobley uh, takes on more usage that other guys that might lose a little bit of usage in the process? Do you think that there's going to be some growing pains there? Or do you think this is going to be kind of continue to be a harmonious fit, uh, similar to what we saw with the Warriors core, which as guys take on more responsibilities, it opens up things for the rest of the core. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think there probably is like a good balance of both, like a little bit of growing pains because again, it's just like, because Evan is so young and it's just like, this is just his second year in the league. So there's kind of just naturally paint growing pains through that. Um, but I think we've seen how, like his fit specifically is really, he fits so well next to guys like Darius, honestly, with and Donovan too. Like he's playing really well next to, to Jared. There is just kind of a, a, a flow there and a nice fit that they're able to sort of work through any of those growing pains kind of on the fly. And because those other guys have more experience, have been in the league longer, um, they, they can kind of help sort of smooth that over, I think. So I think like there's a really good there's a really good opportunity for there to be um a nice balance um just kind of like of of fit but also allowing Evan that space and but it not being like a detrimental um thing at all because I don't see Evan like like at, like as his usage goes up like it it being just like a bad thing I guess in a sense yeah. like like takes a step backwards it's just finding that like comfortability factor and just the confidence factor um but he has the guys around him and the trust of everybody that i think that is that plays a really big factor into it too um to to do so and there's you know that like a will and a desire from him as well to like be the best that he can be and i think that really fuels a lot of that so i think there's kind of this this mentality to um that he can succeed and, and he will succeed. And I think that will help kind of smooth anything over kind of through the process. The one thing that that question made me think about, Justin, is like it, there might not be growing pains for the team, but there might be some growing pains in terms of uh, like our expectations as fans of what this team's supposed to be doing. Like I've been I've been griping for the past three months about bench scoring production and I do think it's probably important that we need to remind ourselves that like attempts are kind of a zero sum game. Like <laughs> if we want Mobley to get more shot attempts uh, and we don't want Donnie or Darius to shoot less, cause I don't really want them to shoot less. And we know Jarrett's going to get his, you know, his 12 or 13 attempts a game uh, just being Jared Allen by default. Like the reality is like, we might not actually be asking our role players to be scoring more. We just might be asking them to do more with the, with the few opportunities they have. Like, like you have the stat that the, the core of the last 30 games is averaging 82 points a game. Like that's, that's an enormous lot. share. That's an enormous <laughs> share of a team's points per game. So even if, so like, that, unless that's me this when team, I'm playing 2k with the Cavs. Yeah. <laughs> with your stupid prorated stats. What, whatever it may be like, you know, like the only real road to like them, like not having one of the lower scoring benches in the league is probably just going to be them playing way faster than they are right now. And I sure don't get the impression JB is super interested in that. So like that might be a little bit of a reframing of expectations we have to have where we need to maybe be a little less focused on that bench points per game and maybe a bit more focused on the bench true shooting percentage, the bench uh, plus minus like th those kind of stats might end up mattering a lot more than the volume stuff. Yeah, I, I can certainly see that being possible. And I, I do think 
the personalities of the core like that's uh carter you mentioned this recently even with jared allen like just the fact that he's so okay with his role i think is something that's incredibly undervalued like no unhappy ig stories out of our boy (laughs) like he's probably a top five seven center in the game and like all-star caliber and he's just he's happy with it and i think like darius is a pass first guy right and that's conducive to what they're trying to build and i think even what donovan mitchell went through in utah where he was playing uh on a team that had like the best offensive rating uh near like top record in the western conference He's playing with a big man that's one-dimensional but is so great at that one dimension that it really worked but he saw like that you need a little bit more you need more versatility in the playoffs so he understands the importance of getting evan mobley going to get evan mobley to expand his game and how much easier that's going to make his life so i really do think it's like we got these guys all kind of at the perfect time and i, I don't a bunch I of think nice that- young men uh, <laughs> one might call them a bunch of yeah, a bunch of nice young men it's it I, it's really something that i don't think we should take for granted and uh it, it really does seem like the biggest thing we wanted to learn from this season was does this core work and it seems like the core works doesn't it kelsey i i really think so i think um i mean i think we've seen it kind of throughout the season like there was going to be that question when donovan came in of like how how he fits into everything and there was going to be a little bit of of time where there was that where where there was a question but I think he he found a way to assimilate so quickly into everything that it just flowed so naturally and I think a lot of it was his mentality coming in of like I want to do what is best for the team and I want to just I want to help like so his defensive effort and like the just uh his like like attention to detail and that and then Darius, you know, knowing that his role is going to change a little bit with Donovan next to him, but it's actually a good thing because now he doesn't have to be not only the top scorer and facilitator and finding everybody like he can there, he can split that up and Donovan can take some of that responsibility. Um, And I just think there's, yeah, there's a really nice core. They've found their fit throughout the season and like a flow. Um, And I just think like, that's what the season really was about. Like you said, was to, let let these guys grow together let's see how it all plays out um and take the steps forward and that's what we've seen throughout the season and it's really been like i think kind of exceeded expectations in that sense of like how fast it happened and they even they wrote they wrote out the bumps and like i think of that january schedule was insane um uh, <laughs> and like they they figured that out you know and 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 got through it and now there's you know through February through March, they're really showing and turning it up and raising their level. And I just think it's just, they're finding the consistency. And I think that's really important, um, especially for right now. Yeah. It it goes to show you just like how valuable the support of a good teammate can be. And we know that well from the support we get from zoom support from this podcast and the following message comes from zoom half a million businesses connect using zoom, a single platform for phone chat workspaces, events, apps and video zoom enables real-time collaboration for teams around the globe zoom how the world connects there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A.com. Carter, Very I nice. saw your face as soon as I said the word support. You're well, on it, You know, it's funny. I, I was getting ready to interject. And I was like, I'll bet Justin's setting up an ad read. I really shouldn't. <laughs> I, I, the funny thing was, I saw your mouth open. And I was like, oh, Carter's going to say something. I can't go into my ad read. So we just had that little yeah, awkward that, delay. That, that was bad. That was bad teamwork out of me. <laughs> I, I think, I think I, uh, you know, I landed myself in no man's land. And, uh, and that's on me. And, you know, we watch the tape. We get better. We, we need the chemistry to be better going into the playoffs, Carter. Certainly the Cavs chemistry is looking way better, much, much better uh, heading into the playoffs. They've they've won a good clip of their games uh, recently. Dude, dude Kelsey yeah. has talked about uh, the, them finding their consistency. Like, I, I think that it's getting lost um, because, like, I do think there is a certain percentage of the fan base that rightfully wants to go big game hunting. They want to, you know, they want to knock out a fully healthy Celtics team or a fully healthy Sixers team. And they didn't win those games, right? Like obviously the Cavs did get a win against um, a, a Celtics team that was coming off a double OT, but like they haven't had that signature win. But I do think to that point, Kelsey, like the fact that they are beating the snot out of teams they should beat right now, they were not doing that in January. Like right. I know that the schedule was hard, uh, but they, they were not in a spot where, uh, they were playing three their third game in four nights against a team they should win. They they just lost those games. Um and and I think that one of that's why January was so disappointing was like, okay, I get it that you're gonna lose a few schedule games and that, you know, it's 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 a really rough stretch, but like you're losing to teams that you just shouldn't lose to. Um and they're not a lot of these games against, you know, the wizards of the world, they're not even in doubt. Um and, and and then even when they do come out flat like they did against the Hornets, by the time, by mid-fourth quarter, I was like, Cavs are 500% winning this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's really important, um, kind of like you said, even like, I think about that Sixers game, like that was that was a tough one coming back from that road trip, second night of a back-to-back. And for them to, I mean, they they, they did have a 13-point lead, so I, which honestly I was surprised about, and then... They did obviously collapse, but like it did, it showed that that their that resiliency and that consistency is there. But yeah, I think like you said, like they're they're taking advantage of the teams they need to, and then really putting up a solid effort for the most part against teams that are above them in the standings that are really good benchmarks for them of like, okay, here's where we go next. How here's how we grow. Here is, um, like how we be better. And I think it was interesting because like. They were all really disappointed after that Sixers loss. 
because they felt like they could have won. And I think that's a really important factor in all of this too, because that would have been super easy even like a, like to just be like, oh, it's a schedule loss. Like we just were on the road for nine days and a second night of a back-to-back, like um, without Jarrett, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, <laughs> um, and like, it, that would have been really easy to just kind of lay down. And I think now their, their headspace is so different in that sense of like, no, like we really do have a shot and we want to give this a shot. Um, and they showed they, for the most part, they, they could have, um, and if they were fully healthy or, or something just went a little bit different, they had a chance. So I don't know. Yeah. I think they're really just showcasing like a, a shift, a mindset shift, um, down this stretch of the importance of these games and the, the matchups who they're playing against, um, just the different level of caliber of teams and, you know, taking care of business per se, like when they need to. So I think it's been a good, it's a good shift for them. Yeah. I I mean, they are starting to put it together and this is what you want to see, right? Like you want to have positive momentum heading into the playoffs because even though it doesn't necessarily transfer over, I mean, it certainly feels better than having negative momentum. And one of the guys that seems to have really had a shift is, is Karis Levert lately. And, you know, Ricky Rubio to his credit too, right? Like I think Ricky's been playing better, but what I'm seeing out of Karis is probably the most comfortable I've seen him in a Cavs jersey. Like it's not him taking the shots he was taking at the start of the year and just being on a hot streak, right? Like he seems to know where he's supposed to be on both ends of the floor. Um, when he is getting his offense off, like he's not hanging on to the ball for an excessive period of time or anything like that. It's he's just making the right decisions out there and being way more assertive. Have you sensed a shift from Kerasi either in talking to him or the people around him? Because this definitely seems like his best basketball in a Cavs jersey. Yeah, hundred percent. So I actually ended up writing about this this morning because I was kind of looking over some things and like stats and just kind of like just kind of checking in on everything. Is it published? And, Cause I, I'll feel bad if it's published. It's, okay. But it published at like noon. So it's fine. Uh, no worries. Uh, I had a busy day running. Just a dutiful so, pr- professional. I uh, no, was not reading the athletic while he's working. And I respect that about you, Justin. I have a day <laughs> off, but proceed. It's all good. Um, Damn. Seriously. I think he, so he talked about recently about he's switched into playoff mode and like his mindset. So mentally, physically, um, that's where his headspace is at. And I think we're, we've really been seeing that um, play out recently. And, you know, throughout this whole season, his role has changed so much. He does not, he hasn't had a consistent role. We went from starting to then coming off the bench. He was playing in closing minutes. Then he was not in other games, wasn't closing. Um, he was a defensive stopper or like an offensive spark, just kind of all over the place. Um, but I think through this stretch, he, recently he's just kind of found a way to make all of those elements work and kind of whatever is necessary that JB needs on a night by night basis that's what he's able to do um and he's just kind of upped his game to another level I think a lot of his work from the summer um his conditioning his diet change has really played off uh or played off really well recently you know kind of has been throughout the whole season but he's now just seeing the effects of it just later on in the season because he's healthy and he's stayed healthy. Um, And I think a thing that has been really noticeable for me recently is his defensive presence. Like he has just been so effective on the defensive end of the floor with his matchups. You know, he's causing deflections and and getting steals. I think he's, he has 1.9 deflections per game, which I think is just below 
Jarrett. Um, and so it's like, he's like, he's just, he's so effective down there and just being pesky and just finding ways to be in people's space um, and be really present. And I think that's really important because we know what he can do as a scorer and he's shown that and they need that in certain moments, but being able to be effective on both ends of the floor, be that two-way guy that's, that is putting that in defensive presence is really important for the Cavs. I think, especially as we go down the stretch. Um, But I think also, I think there's been a couple of times that I think of that, his pass to Evan actually uh, in the game against Washington, Washington, the last game I played, was that Washington? Yeah, it was Washington. <laughs> okay. Three, three it, was around, it was around three months while. ago. So, uh. <laughs> right. Um, like I just, I, I was shocked. Like it was, it was an insane pass to find Evan um, for, I think for a dunk. And, but like, it was just like the, to see that read, to make that decision is just really important. Um, and so not only does he know when to find his shots and he knows how to get to his spots, but he's really creating for others. And I think that balance has been playing out really, really well. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he's really found a footing recently, especially, um, and just kind of, you know, he's gone through the ups and downs. February wasn't a good month for him, but March he's having some really, really solid numbers um, on the offensive end. And I just think he's, he's found a groove and it's a great time, obviously that, that he's made this mental shift um, through like for the last nine games and then into playoffs. We should tell Karis to be in playoff mode all the time. Cause this is, <laughs> right? this is a lot of fun. I mean, just yeah. to just speak to the month over month splits last month in February, uh, he averaged 6.8 points per game uh, on 40% field goal shooting, 22% three point shooting um uh and uh and you know had a pretty pretty good assist to turnover ratio still but nothing nothing special and then in march it's it's bananas he's averaging 14 on 50 50 47 uh uh splits um four assists a game uh to only 1.3 turnovers and to your point about the deflections he's at 1.8 steals a game uh and and when you're looking at what this Cavs defense can do um you know the the great luxury of uh, how how strong this team defensively is is you can gamble a little bit you can you can uh, try to try to you know get one over on one of these more undisciplined teams those poor Hornets in that game uh, in that second game was that was that was so borderline bad. bullying um, <laughs> and and, uh, and he's really been an opportunist and I remember when the Cavs traded for him that was something we locked in on right away because the Cavs had spent like a cool three seasons without anyone who stole the ball ever. <laughs> um and uh you're really starting to see him leverage um you know quick hands in those moments and that's you know he doesn't have to do that much more like i don't like I, it, it's kind of uh with karis to me it's about the good gambles versus the bad ones you know like no you don't need to close out so recklessly on that three-point shooter but you can just play the passing lanes uh and, and you know trust that you can that your teammates will protect you on the back end uh, everything's coming together for him right now. Um, you know, I, I think I've been as critical of Karras as as anyone, uh, it, you know, in, in the in the Cavs podcast community, which we got around forty six of them now. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know, it, like I, I I'm so thrilled to be eating crow. Um, uh, I, I'm thrilled uh, after too. the last month. Um, <laughs> shut up. I'm, I'm um, thrilled to be yeah. on the the right side of history here, Carter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still think there's he's got a lot to prove uh, in the postseason. Um, you know, he is. Uh, but like he is, these are not just. It's not just against the teams that aren't doing so well that he's performing well. He had he had 16 and four 
against Miami. He had 24 and six against Philly. Really the only reason they were in that game. Um, and, uh, and again, like it's not just the games where Donnie's sitting, um, uh, or Darius is sitting that he's making an impact right now. He's, he's a, he's really helping. Uh, and it's, it's really, really important for this team that, you know, again, I've, I've said this multiple times. You can, you can count on there being a player in your rotation that when you get to a certain playoff series, you go, uh Oh, they don't, they're not going to work in the series. Uh, so like JB needs as many reliable options as he can, as he can get heading into the postseason, even, even if it's in the first round. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I'm, I'm so excited by what Karras is doing. And like you said, Carter, it's nice that he's doing it with Garland and Mitchell in the lineup with Ricky playing well. And I, I don't think it's a coincidence that he's playing well with Jetty getting a little more consistent opportunity, like a little more Je- space. Je- Jetty's been given the opportunity to to play through some mistakes. Uh, he had good and bad moments against the Sixers and Karras can run a spread pick and roll uh, really, really well. Like, I, I think that's one of his greatest strengths. So um, that's why I've always been a believer that if the Cavs are able to add more shooting, like I, I feel good about his role coming in off the bench and feel great about his contributions right now. And uh, Kelsey, I, w- I want to get your thoughts as Karras and the Cavs go to his former stomping grounds in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a team that Carter and I disagree on more than the Brooklyn Nets. And, and I, I, even in our discord, there, there's a lot of reverence still being given to the Nets. And I think it's because they have so many smart, long players that can all shoot. And the Cavs have had trouble with teams with length. And they've had troubles with teams that can play five out. And I can't well, believe I'm 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 uh, giving them respect, Justin. So <laughs> thanks for just making my argument for me, buddy. So I understand that side of the coin. The other side of the coin is this is a team that is six and ten uh, since trading Kevin Durant in, in the Bridges era. They are 25th in net rating over that time, 27th in offensive rating. I'm feeling pretty confident going into these games, but I'm curious how you feel going into these two games against Brooklyn. Yeah, I I mean. I don't know how to feel because the Cavs still have had some issues on the road and like they're not fully solved, you know, mm-hmm. like gotten better, but they haven't been fully like fully rectified. Um, but it, I, the, like you said, the, the length uh, worries me because they have they have really struggled with that throughout the season and just different teams have given them issues that have that length. And uh, but I think. Part of what I'm, I think, on the flip side of that is the Cavs do have that consistency factor as a unit, and they have that um, chemistry that's really, I think, going to play into their favor. And I think they also understand the stakes of these games um, because of where they are in the season with matchups, with potentially like you know, just they could see the depending on how this list works out. I think the Nets are at six at the moment, but like it could, they could move up potentially. Um, and, you know, I think like they're they're looking at it from that perspective of like, we can't take this for a joke because we have, you know, this could come back to bite us later down the line. So um, I am a little nervous about the, the length aspect. Um, like I said, I think that has been kind of a kryptonite in a sense um, throughout the season. And um, I think the Cavs have to figure out how to handle that length. Um, and this is a good test, especially seeing them twice in one week i think it'll be really interesting to see to look at kind of what changes from tomorrow's game to thir- to thursday's game um because the, the little tweaks that are made the little adjustments um and how that affects how um how they play defensively how 
Brooklyn plays them and how they respond to that. So um, I think it'll be a really good test. I think it's a really good, the timing is really good too, especially just where I we're at. I love this. I, yeah. I, th- I, I think this is really valuable experience to have three yeah. days off heading into playing the same team in the same location twice. Like this is as close to kind of a playoff simulation as you're going to get. Like, I, I just love it from a game plan standpoint because there's so many Cavs players that, you know, just haven't been to the playoffs. They they haven't, like, people don't understand. You're not really making like a tailor-made game plan for each team in the regular season because there's just too many games. There's not practice time, right? Like being able to do this prep, I, I think, is going to be so valuable for them. And I think looking at the, this team, like the best way to combat length is playing through the bigs. And that's something that they didn't do a great job of earlier in the season. And teams like Toronto and even Orlando, like that was a hard fought game because, you know, you're still getting your footing of how you're using the bigs. And I certainly feel more confident going into this. I think they played great against Toronto in, in that recent game. Uh, even without Fred Van Vliet, but that just meant that they were even longer. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I feel good going into these games, and I feel a whole lot better hearing that uh, Jared Allen has been upgraded to questionable and was a full participant in practice. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. It feels like oh go ahead, Kelsey. Oh, I was just saying taking steps forward, which is a which is a good thing to have. They need that length, so they need Jared. Yeah, but no goggles, guys. I really (laughs) wanted to see I wanted to see Jared coming out in full eighties garb. It's fine, you know, and ultimately like I do think like this is this final nine games to me is the greatest test uh in a lot of ways of of the of the Cavs. Um, you know, like it's it's a real money where your mouth is like Oh, you think you're consistent now? You think you figured out how to take care of business against teams you're better than? Well, here's nine in a row of teams you're better than. Yeah. Um, it, like, uh, you know, to to your point, Kelsey, like it, the Cavs are are not crazy favorite. I think they're two and a half point favorites tomorrow night right now, which, you know, for a team that, you know, the Cavs are up four games in the, in the uh, lost column on Brooklyn with Brooklyn playing not great basketball, uh, with the Cavs at rest advantage that that tells me that uh, Vegas expects the game to be a little bit closer. 
uh, at the least. But it is a it is a like, hey, take care of your business. Um, make sure you you hold the Knicks off, lock up that four spot, um, and like come in with some momentum. Like obviously, I don't know like uh what the very end of season might look like. Like if they are locked in at four with three games to go, and you know Donnie's finger could use a couple games off. Like maybe maybe they they take their foot off the gas a little bit, but. Like, I think this team, like, assuming that isn't the case, assuming that things remain in flux all the way to the end, like, I genuinely think this team has a chance to rattle off nine straight wins. These are nine winnable games in a row. Now, it would be, it'll be very, very hard. You know, you, uh, nine game win streaks do not grow on trees. I was going to um, say, I'll take like a seven and two. That, that'd be fantastic. Seven and, I, I'll say this. I think anything less than seven and two actually would be disappointing Ooh, um, based Carter on the stretch hot. they have. I think, I think, again, barring uh anyone getting shut down um uh for playoff prep and things like that but if they're going if they're going full throttle uh, all the way to the end like i really think this is a chance to like put your stamp on the end of your season and come in hot because like you know i i think that if they if they kind of mess around and stumble into a first round playoff series like that is not the juju i i want uh against what it, uh in a series that i think is going to be really tough against the new york knicks i really want to see this team be firing on all cylinders and taking care of their business because a lot of these all these games are winnable again i think they will be favored in every single game down the stretch uh again with that uh big caveat uh hanging over so um yeah i i, I rarely go this hard on pr- predicting success but i really i like i, 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 I think they've earned i think i like this. i think they've earned it I, I think they've earned it with their play over the last month and a half yeah to your point i like i so i agree because i think like because so many of these guys don't have playoff experience either they have to really succeed down the stretch because like you like this is this is the only kind of real prep per se or something like a simulation of playoffs that they have and it's not the same like we talked about in Miami of like okay yes that was that was a, a look at what it could like atmosphere wise playing a team like um, stealing a game at at home or at stealing the game on the road, sorry, and then like splitting the series, like that was a good kind of little taste, but it was that's all it was. It's nothing like the actual thing. And so for like how inexperienced they are in that field of like they need this end of season stretch to go well to prepare them for, like you said, like I think that Knicks matchup is going to be really tough. That the Knicks environment in a playoff setting is going to be really tough. And so this is all really good prep for them to really be in that headspace, to be in the right mindset um, heading into the playoffs. So I don't know. I agree. I mean, I think um, they really do need to kind of keep their focus where it's at and that like to end the season on a really high note um, to help, you know, with any success in the postseason. Let the record show Kelsey agrees with the nine game win streak in the season. <laughs> nine game win streak. No, no, I guess it would be ten. It would be ten. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Again, I, they played three months ago. That was their last game. So well, the, I don't even remember it. The the other thing about the way that this schedule's kind of worked out is especially with this being a young team, like there's always the rest versus rust debate. And the Cavs don't have any back to backs down the stretch. I, I was looking at 
Boston schedule because they're sliding and now that's like a fringe possibility to pass them for the three seed. They're they're four and five in, in their last nine games. If they go four and five the rest of the way, Gavs just need to go eight and one with that tiebreaker. They um, just gotta go eight and one. They just yes. gotta go eight and one, guys. It's easy you know, peasy. Easy peasy. <laughs> Write it off. Already chalk it up. Lock uh, it in. <laughs> but the the thing about the schedule is if they take care of business, they're going to be able to rest in third and fourth quarters against these teams, right? You're you're going to be able to go deeper in your bench. You can see, hey, can, does Danny Green uh, have something that he can give? I mean, it, I, it, seeing him out there in the Washington game, I think he's still moving around pretty slow. But even if you're trying to get... Well, yeah, who's not? Our boy, Dylan Windler. Dylan Windler looks great out there. You know, maybe you give Sam Merrill a look, right? Like, if you are earning minutes that aren't high leverage, you get to mess around a little bit, right? You get to try other combinations. And I, I think... Th- having that focus going into these games and looking to make a statement early on like that is the marker of a good playoff team right the one that flips the switch when you need to right like that was one of the most fun things of the last kind of playoff era was going into a series and then like in the first quarter it's just flying death machine Kyrie's throwing the ball off the backboard to LeBron dunking in like transition like that that was so much fun and I I think the Cavs do have that killer gear and the other thing we need to find out is are they better on the road than their record? The numbers say it. They have the third best net rating in the uh, in the league on the road. Yet, when you look at every team around them on that list, they all have winning records except for the Cavs because they've just not been good in the clutch on the road. So uh, I, I think going three-on-one uh, on that last road trip was a step in the right direction, but they need to continue to prove that, hey, we are better than our record. It doesn't matter that we've had those troubles in the past because we can correct that for the future. It doesn't have to be an indicator that this is going to be an issue in the playoffs. But in all likelihood, like if you're playing the Knicks, Knicks are one of the best road teams in the league. Like they're probably going to win a game in Cleveland and you're going to need to win a game in Madison Square Garden, if I had to guess. That stressed me out. I didn't like that. Oh, I'm sorry, Carter. I'm sorry to do that to you. But Kelsey, do you I'm want to make any? Uh, right well, I guess you've already made the prediction of nine and zero, right? We don't have to ask yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Nine and zero. <laughs> come for me in the comments. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I think uh, I don't know if I have anything else to add to that. But yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that for the episode as well. So other than the the article that I so rudely ignored uh, this afternoon and we'll read later this evening, what else do you While got? While you weren't there? working. Yeah. Well, what else you got coming up that you want our listeners to, to know about it? And of course, you guys, subscribe to The Athletic. Do it. It's great coverage. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I am working on a really fun story, I think, on Darius. Um, that is like a big feature for hopefully um, for playoffs. So it's in the works. We are chugging away at it. Um, and something also for the postseason that I can't share just yet, but is coming. So keep an eye out for some fun. Oh, that's a great teaser. That uh, is a great tease. I cannot wait. I, I'm excited for any Darius uh, features. I, I just love everything about that guy and the way that he plays. So I'm, I'm so excited. I'm. This is going to sound stupid, but I'm ready for the hurt that's going to come in this playoffs. Like <laughs> at some point, the Cavs are going to lose, and it's going to really hurt. 
But like, that's what fandom's about. It's about like having a team that you really care about. It hurts, and you have these shared experiences with other fans. Like, I'm, I'm so ready to add another year, like '09, where you know what, Cavs were better than I thought. Oh my God, here we go! And like, it comes up short, but that's part of the process. That's part of becoming a contender. That's, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the fun. I'm ready for the hurt. I'm ready for it all. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no question about it he's ready to get hurt again <laughs> and on that note big thanks to kelsey russo make sure you guys are uh, subscribing to the athletic following her on twitter at kelsey russo two wise i thought carter made a, a typo in in your hand oh, absolutely <laughs> not absolutely not i went to your uh, your solo because i thought you were taking us home never cast such an aspersion against me and don't and if you're watching this on youtube don't check the ticker at the beginning because it was wrong <laughs> <laughs> follow her on twitter at kelsey so big thanks to everyone that tuned in live on youtube make sure to like and subscribe click the notification bell so you know when we're going live big thanks to everyone that's hung around for the six years as well i can't believe it's been six years of this podcast that is absolutely insane so whether you've been here since the beginning or whether this is your first episode listening we really really do appreciate you guys if you want to support the podcast leave us a rating leave a review subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe and help cook those books if you want to be part of the chase Down's exclusive discord chat send a screenshot of review to chase at gmail.com however you choose to support us we really do appreciate it make sure you guys are staying safe out there until next time go cats Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.